Welcome to America's Heroes Group podcast with information and resources that's disseminated intentionally to empower our military population with host Vietnam veteran Cliff Kelly, co-host Iraq veteran Colonel Dr. Damon Arnold, and co-host Army National Guard veteran Sean Claiborne. And now, America's Heroes Group podcast. Heroes Group Roundtable with Partner Chicago Regional Office of Veterans Benefits Administration. January Hysterical Cancer Awareness Month, and it's a new year, 2022, Saturday, January 20th, 20, I'm sorry, January the 8th, not the 20th, trying to get to the year already. January 8th, 2022, our host is Cliff Kelly. I'm Sean Claiborne, co-host. Our executive producer is Glenda Smith, and our digital media producer is Ivan Ortega of Scouts Honor Productions. And also, don't forget to like us and also go to see us on facebook live streaming we're on facebook and also many other platforms such as the iheart radio app also digital tv streaming on roku amazon fire apple tv and our partner is andra's tv network just go on roku on your platform search for zondra's tv network that's z-o-n-d-r-a then search for america's heroes group and you can see us or you can google us you can google us on america's heroes group america's hg.org and like and share and see other shows we've done in the past so we have a panelist on, Rich Lopresti. He is a U.S. Army veteran and intelligence military command officer in the Chicago Regional Office Public Affairs and management analyst in the director's office. How are you doing, Rich? I'm doing great. How are you doing? Pretty good. And you're going to talk it's about... It's nice to be back on the show. Oh, yeah. Great to have you back on the show. And it's a new year. and We have a lot of new things to talk about. One thing you wanted to bring up was the public contact team. So give us some more information about that. What are ways we can connect with the VA and how is that important? How, what's changed? What's new for 2022? Well, what, what, what I really wanted to come on to talk about is I realize you know, we come on your program a lot and we talk about the claims process and various types of claims, mm-hmm. but we've never actually talked about our public contact team. And what our public contact team is, is our public facing customer service representatives. Um, We call them legal admin specialists or intake specialists, but um, it's basically they are customer service reps. And they are, right now, we are um, open for business, either virtually or in person by appointment. So so these um, employees are in the office every day, Monday through Friday, um, 8 to 4.30, and we take appointments from 8 to 3 o'clock. Um, and you can schedule those appointments either um, by calling 312-980-4482 or by going to the website. And we're using um, the vis- Visitor Engagement and Reporting app on the on the website, which allows you to schedule your own appointment. If you call the local telephone number, um, you'll speak with one of our um, employees who, will, who are, are able to schedule for either an in-person or a, a virtual appointment. And this public contact team, they don't just um, file claims or help you file your claim. They're also available for to give you different kind of letters that you may need, like a benefit letter showing exactly, you know, what your benefits are with the with the VA. Um, this time of year, something that's very important, and we ask, we have a lot of vets reaching out to us, are tax letters for uh, 
property tax deferrals and uh, property tax reductions, mm-hmm. um, which is a great benefit that's, that the state of Illinois applies. Um, we can also check on your claim status. They, they can help you with a claim. Um, we can even upload evidence. Um, you know, if, if uh, one of our claims processors is working on your claim and they reach out to you to provide some evidence, you may get a letter in the mail saying, hey, you indicated that you um, are receiving private medical treatment. Um, we would like to have that. You know, we need a copy of that. Please send it in. If you don't have the ability to upload it online, you can come into the office and we'll make sure it gets uploaded. And any service that we provide you, um, we make sure that you take home a copy of um, any of the information that, that we work with you on. So you have a copy for your own records, but we also upload it into your file as well. So I thought, I thought um, you know, I'm working with the public contact team right now, um, which is a nice change for me. And I, I figured it was time that we, we gave a little bit of love to these employees who are really dedicated professionals that every day, um, even during COVID, are meeting with uh, our veterans on a regular basis. I like the idea of the fact that you started talking about uh, some of the uh, ways people can do things online digitally because a lot of people, particularly younger veterans, like people coming back from Afghanistan, are more in tune with social media, more in tune by doing things either by text or doing things by online. Being able to do that yourself online, I think, is a huge benefit. Have you seen people taking advantage of that? Yeah, we yeah we definitely have. And that's one of the reasons we went to using the visitor engagement and reporting app. If you go to the website, there's actually a QR code. And all you have to do is, with your phone, grab the QR code, and it will take you right to the website where you're able to, you know, handle your own business right there. You can schedule your appointment. Um, it's the same thing with with our web pages like um, www.va.gov or www.ebenefits.va.gov. These are pretty much self-service portals. Uh, you can go online. You can start your claim. You can check the status of your claim. Um, and there's even the ability to chat online with someone. So from Monday through Friday between 10 a.m. and 6 p.m., um, there's a live chat available, agents available to chat with you. And like you said, a lot of the younger veterans are re- very, very tech savvy, and they would prefer this method than than calling or even having to take time out of their day to come in um, to the office. But we maintain that presence in the office because we still have a lot of veterans that prefer that uh, in contact face-to-face, as well as the fact that we are co-located with Jesse Brown. So quite often we'll have veterans that may have a medical appointment in Jesse Brown, but they'll come over and take some care of, take care of some business um, with their claims or, or to grab like one of those tax letters or a, a benefits letter or things like that. But we, we see um, a lot of activity through the website. Um, part of the, part of that Vera application is on our end. When, when a veteran goes in there and schedules his appointment on our end, then it instantly pops up. We, we see, um, you know, whether the veteran wants an in-person or a, or a virtual. And, and you know, I can explain the, the difference there with the virtual because a lot of times people think that virtual is automatically a Teams meeting or something like that, and they might be a little bit intimidated by that or not having access to that to uh, a, an application like Teams or Zoom or something like that. But we'll, we'll actually just contact you by phone. We can set it up either way the appointment set up so that it's a phone interview, but our um, LASs reach out, and if, if you want to join by Teams or Zoom or something like that, 
um, they're able to provide that information to you. And then, you know, this way, you know, especially now that the COVID numbers are rising again. Um, so a lot of people, we saw a rise in our virtual appointments this week because I think between the cold weather and the uh, and the COVID numbers going up, a lot of people prefer to stay home and, and take care of it that way. Mm-hmm. I will say one thing, if you are coming into the regional office, um, please just be prepared to uh, wear a mask at all times for your protection and the protection of our employees as well. Um, and you'll be screened for uh, COVID. You'll just be asked some questions um, when you come into the building. So what's the difference um, between when you call one of the 800 numbers you see on the VA website versus dialing the local 312 number? So if you, I'm, I'm assuming you dial a 312 number, you're going straight to Jesse Brown. If you use the 800 number, how do they, get, how do they route you or know where to route you? Because there's, there's actually a few oh. numbers you can call for different things for veterans' help. Yeah, right. So so the 1-800-827-1000, that's, that's a number that you can uh, – you can ask your ben- questions about benefits, such as like GI Bill, your claim status, or disability benefits, and you'll get someone from a national call center. And if it's specific to our regional office, they will reach out to us and either a return call or uh, in some occasions they can possibly transfer the calls. But normally it, it would just be they would refer you to us. If you call the 312 number, the local Chicago number, you're going to get directly the Chicago VBA regional office. So it will ring right right there in our office, and you'll be able to talk with um, our intake specialist, Daryl, who's a great guy with years of experience, um, and he'll be able to route your call to um, the, the LAS that would be free at the moment, or he'll be able to schedule you an appointment for a time that's um, more beneficial to the veteran. Um, and then... the process would go on from there. So for the 800 number, you're calling a national number, um, and they can provide uh, any information about VA benefits. Or if you call the 312 number, you're going to locally call our office, and we can help you with the same same, um, items. Uh, But mostly in the regional office, we would be um, talking about your claims or, or any benefits letter, um, and helping you with your claim. And then there's an additional number uh, locally that is a 312-980-4458, and that's for our Veteran Readiness and Employment uh, set division. Um, so that's a, that's we keep that as a separate number just to route the calls more directly for the veterans so they don't have to wait on hold or, or wait to get routed to uh, the proper department. I was always curious, what is, is, is Jesse Brown, because here in Chicago, for people that are listening uh, nationally and across the world, Chicago has two great VA offices. You have one in Maywood and we have the Jesse Brown. Do you guys communicate or are you guys segregated in any kind of way? How are you guys hooked up as far when the, within the, the regional office? Oh, I'm, I'm actually really glad you asked that because it was kind of one of the things that I wanted to discuss. Um, with Jesse Brown, because we're located on the same campus, um, we actually have a great relationship with them. Um, we actually have um, our LASs under normal conditions when COVID's not um, as as high as it is right now. We we have one of our LASs actually posted in in Jesse Brown to make it con- more convenient for the veterans. Um, we also are working with Heinz and and even uh, Lovell to expand our exposure into their spaces. So, again, rather than um, veterans having to come into Chicago, 
um, you know, into the city proper, because I believe 60% of the veterans that we serve are in the collar counties. Mm-hmm. So they can go to North Chicago to um, Lovell Federal Housing uh, Care Center mm-hmm. and to Heinz uh, VAMC as well. Uh, but we, we are regularly involved in meetings with all of the facilities um, through our public affairs office, um, and we keep in touch um, on a regular basis. We share information. For instance, um, part of my role now is um, if referrals come in from Jesse Brown or Heinz or Lovell, they will normally come through me, and then we'll schedule whatever is necessary. But um, the social workers in in all three of the facilities are um, available to get are able to get in touch with us so that we can get the veteran the service that they need. Now, how many calls do you think you feel today, like this here in Chicago? And so in in Chicago, since within the last couple of months, we've actually be, been seeing between thirty and forty veterans a day, uh, average. Uh, it, it, it's a little bit lower than that right now, and I think that is is based on COVID. And like I said, we're starting to see our virtual numbers numbers tick up. Um, we field a lot more calls for that. We also sometimes have referrals that uh, people will call us, and there'll be calls for actually for Jesse Brown. Um, so so we work back and forth with that. Um, when we used to, when we were open, and we were, we were seeing probably about a hundred veterans a day. Wow. Uh, of course, it's down a little because we don't. We don't have the walk-in traffic. Like I was saying earlier, a lot of times when Jesse Brown is, is you know, full force, all their clinics open, uh, everybody coming into the, their office, we see a lot of people walk over um, because it's just a very short walk across the parking garage, and then we would have a lot of walk-in traffic. Right now, we're limiting that walk-in traffic because just for the safety of the veterans and, and our employees and the VA police that support us as well. It sounds like veterans need to really start, you know, taking their health seriously. So if the if the call traffic had dropped off, then veterans need to start using these other resources to get in touch with their their people that are taking care of them, the healthcare professionals, and things of that nature. Because yeah, that's right, and that and that and that's the thing, I, I, and that's why we like to, you know, it's beneficial for everyone when we're on these when we're on your show and we're able to put that information out. Like we try to get that information out every way we can. For instance, we have signs posted on our, our front door, but we also have uh, that that offer up the local phone number as well as the Vera uh, QR code, and we and we also have pamphlets in in Jesse Brown. So if you're in for your appointment and you don't necessarily want to come to into an office building, you can pick up one of these pamphlets or just capture the QR code off the pamphlet pamphlet, and then you'd be able to, you know. In your leisure, when you get back to your house, be able to schedule an appointment or, or call in. Nothing that's so so it's, it's important for us to, to spread the word out. And, and again, you know, you, you had mentioned earlier how we're, we have a lot more younger veterans now, and they're all tech savvy, and, they, and they, everyone carries phones, and they, they know how to use them as, as well as anyone. So it, it's, you know, now it's, it's our role to get these, this information out so that, um, we're able to serve the veterans in a manner that they want to be served. Hmm. And then and in the past, I remember they had a lot of controversy about call, wait long wait times for people that were calling the crisis hotline, which is a different number. But people were calling uh, different uh, places to get appointments and you know, the, the callback times were slow and things like that. How was that improved? I know Chicago wasn't as bad as a lot of places around the country, but how was that improved from what you've seen? 
Yeah, I think like locally for us, we're we're not having any issues with that. We have the capacity to handle all our calls and to handle all the veterans that want to come in. Um, but to to help process the claims and to avoid some of the wait times, we've we've just gone through a hiring initiative. Um, we're in the process of adding about forty um, employees to help process claims, um, which will be a, a huge benefit to the our local veterans in the area. But that's also a nationwide hiring initiative. And with that comes an expansion of the the call centers that will take like those uh, 800 number phone calls. So so there's more bodies available to support the the veterans to help reduce the time in both the time you wait to get an appointment, the time you um, wait for your claim to be taken care of. Oh, I think that's amazing. I think that's good that, that we're doing that. It seems like a long time coming to get some of these things online and start, also start using the social media because our younger generation, I mean, that's what I use. I mean, if it wasn't for us, uh, apps and things like that, I probably wouldn't be getting a lot of the appointments I've been scheduling over the last you know, couple of years. Yeah, yeah, you're, you know, you're, you're absolutely right. And, and now we're starting to see a movement towards, like, we all do town halls, and now, like, the, the hospitals are moving to uh, – you know, using Facebook and applications like that to do these town halls where they're able to engage in, in with the veterans in a manner that the veterans are, you know, it's second nature for, for many of our younger veterans. They, they grew up with this technology and they're, and they're so used to it. But at the same time, we make sure that we still have that, for, that public-facing customer service representatives that can handle the veterans that do want to come in, a lot of times the older veterans are still much more comfortable talking to somebody face to face. Um, so, so we're, we're trying to like broaden our appeal so we can get, get to everyone because we don't want to leave anyone out. Um, these, these veterans have all earned the benefits that, that we are trying to get them and it should be easy for them to access us. Mm-hmm. And on top of that, I think a lot of veterans need to get out there and start looking online to see what they're eligible for because you have to because these things aren't just given to you right automatically. You have to apply, you have to go through a process, and to get that ball rolling, you got to investigate and find out what you what you can actually receive. There is a benef- right. benefits booklet that comes out. How do people get a hold of that benefits booklet that comes out every year? And and well, now you can. We'll have them at our, our office, but all those questions can be answered online. So if you go to the eBenefits site or va.gov and then you click on, on benefits, because if you go to the va.gov site, it will list on the, on the main page what you can do on that page. And, and you know, benefits available and, and claims processing is one of those things that's on that page. So you can do your research at home. If you don't have the ability to do that, or even while you're commuting, if you're taking mass transit or something like that, it's, you're able to do that on your phone. If um, if you are unable to do it that way, and th- then that's where the phone numbers come in. That one eight hundred eight two seven one thousand number. That will get the 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 employees that answer the phone there. They can reference any um, benefit that we have, and they will can point you in the right direction on how to how to file. Mm-hmm. Um, it's the same way locally. If you have questions about benefits that are available, you contact us on the local number, the um, 312-980-4482, to talk to someone or to go. You can use the Vera app and, and set up an appointment if you'd rather do that. Um, and then we're able to go through the benefits that are available to you. Um, a lot of times we get um, veterans that 
have no idea the benefits that they that they are entitled to. So we will help them put in a claim for these benefits, or we'll point them to the the Veterans Readiness and Employment section um, to do some uh, program through them to get them back in the workforce if that's if that's what they need. Um, again, and then separate from our local regional office, there's um, you know you can get a VA mortgage, you can get other education benefits outside of Veteran Readiness and Employment, um, you know college college tuition. Um, money stipends over the, you know, to help with expenses while you're in those programs. So it, the VA really has a, a ton of, of benefits that are, are available to our veterans. And the, the veterans, now we're trying to make sure that there's multiple ways for the veterans to become aware of those. Mm-hmm. And also we get and kind of break down those barriers to getting the access to the, these benefits because in the past, before computers and digital media and social media kind of took over, it was so hard to get, to find all the forms you needed. You had to go get a form, a DD this or that, or an ER 577 or whatever. It's some crazy form you had to fill out. You filled out 15 pages worth of forms, and it was filled out wrong. You had to do it all over again. And now with, with the computers, it's a lot more streamlined. I've been on some of the websites, and, I, and, I, and they still have a little bit of growing uh, room, to, room to grow. But it is a, it's way better than what it used to be this five or six years ago. And if you go back 10 or 15 years ago, it's, it's like leaps and bounds. It's a whole nother world compared to what it's how easy it is to find out things that you couldn't find out before. You had to go read it up in a book. You had to go get the book. You had to go. It was like 500 pages long. You had to go and then ask questions about it. You talk to the ministry of NCO, see what they had to say about it. Now I just go online. You just go get an app. What's, what's the name of that app again? Uh, it is it is called Vera, and it's the Visitor Engagement and Reporting app. Wow. And that's interesting that you talk about the claims, because I actually filed my first claim, because I'm a veteran. I filed my first claim in 2003, and none of it was computer-based <laughs> at that time. It was all, all paperwork, hand-filled out, um, and then it was probably faxed in, I think, at the time. And then you waited um, to, to find out your results. Now... The beauty of having multiple ways of of contacting the VA is that it also alleviates traffic in one particular area. So Mm -hmm. if you came to the regional office five or ten years ago, you might have been 200 people deep in in line waiting to to be seen. But now we're able to manage that flow better because of technology, because of appointment schedules and things like that, and the fact that a lot of the younger veterans will just take care of everything online. And I'm hoping that it continues, that they could improve the technology, get more savvy with how to set apps up. Because there's, there's a wide disparity, but when you look on social media, certain places are really good and really clean about how they set up their social media and how they do their apps and things like that. Other places, not so much. So as an, I think yeah. the VA is kind of still in the middle somewhere, but I hope over the years it will continue to evolve and get better. So that way it's just more easier to access things, easier to find things out. Right, and that's and that's exactly what we're trying to do. We're in a constant modernization mode because the easier we can make it for the veterans to get the benefits that they've earned, the better it is for everyone, especially those veterans. So the we you know reduce the wait times and things like that. Okay, what's the turnaround time do you see as far as a person coming in, say for a benefits application, and then actually receiving their benefits? How, is that more like a, a few week process, a few day process, a few month process? I know it varies Actually, from thing it's a, to thing, but, you know. Yeah, it, it varies from claim to claim, uh, um, but but really right now, 
um, we're probably back up to about the four month time frame, and it's it's because of the COVID uh, pandemic. What ha- what had happened in the height of COVID was that a lot of the exams that are necessary for these benefits were were postponed or delayed because of COVID. Because we the hospitals that these uh, exams take place in were were so focused on COVID. Um, right now. We're seeing that change, um, you know, outside of this this most recent rise in COVID. But but things over the summer had gotten better. Again, I said we're we're hiring to help with some of that backlog as well as some of the new claims that we anticipate. So as the you know, it's no different than the supply chain with with trying to get you know food and and other products. Uh, we were we run through the same thing. It, it just it had to do with our stoppage had to do with some exams, so we couldn't rate claims because we were waiting there. But that backlog will um, will dissipate pretty quickly, and and then we'll get back down to you know a lower turnaround time. And again, that I would say that that's an average turnaround time. Sometimes if you if there's some like a a simpler claim, maybe like hearing loss or something like that. I don't mean simple from the from the disability itself. I mean you know, one a claim that you're only putting in for one claim, you only need one exam. So the so the time for those are, are of course faster than if you have a, a claim for six or seven disabilities and you have to go to multiple different appointments. Rich Lepresta, US Army veteran, intelligence military command, and the Chicago Regional Office Public Affairs Management Analyst in the Director's Office. I thank you for your time. Oh, thank you so much. It's great to be on. Uh, really appreciate you guys giving us the opportunity. My pleasure. This is America's Heroes Group. We'll be right back. Thank you for listening to America's Heroes Group podcast. Don't forget to subscribe so you won't miss an episode. And for more details, visit americashg.org.